Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. Okay, you might be thinking, Kyrie is all about effectiveness and productivity and efficiency these days. Yes, yes, because I have got a life to live and you have got a life to live too, right? So although we're building these businesses and, and, and serving clients and leading teams and all of the things, we have got a life to live. So it is important that we be very efficient and effective with our time. So yes, and today what I'm talking about is how to delegate effectively. All right, it is funny that I, Kyrie Barr, I'm the one talking about this because for the longest time, delegation was the hardest thing for me. Honestly, I still to this day have to remind myself that, girl, you don't need to be doing all the things. Really, does this thing need to be on your calendar? Just go ahead and delegate it. Just this morning, this happened to me where I was looking at my calendar and I was I had, I had been stressed out two days because of a specific task I was not able to complete. And it was just staying on my you know spreadsheet of the stuff that I had to do. And I was like, but hold on, do I really need to be doing this? No, I don't. And I delegated it and it is done, right? So effective delegation is essential if you are a leader if you want to maximize your impact and your efficiency. And we're going to talk today about why it is important, which you can already guess some of those points, but also, you know, how do you identify what you should delegate versus not? Because there are certain things that you should delegate and there are certain things that you should never delegate. Okay. And then how do you identify who is the right person for this thing? Right? So let's dive into that. So when it comes to delegation, a lot of, if you're like me, okay, and I will, I will not say that this is everybody, but a lot of entrepreneurs, we tend to want to move very fast. And sometimes we feel like if we want something done right, we have to do it ourselves. Or we tell things to ourselves like, oh, at this point, it will just be much faster for me to do it myself than to train this person to do it. Okay. And these are just some of the commonness of why many, many leaders struggle with delegation. And when you think about it, there are so many things that happen within a business, or even if you're not a business, but you work in corporate or whatever, just in your day to day, there are so many things that happen that if we don't delegate, it's just impossible to get it all done while living our lives and while, while remaining healthy. So the value of delegation is definitely in the time efficiency because it frees up your time so that you can really focus on the stuff that only you can do. It helps you utilize other people's skills versus just your own skills. Like if you do not delegate, that means you're saying that you're amazing at all of those things that you're doing and that you are the best person, which I will guarantee you, you are not to execute them. Okay. So delegation is also a way for you to utilize other people's skills or strengths that are better than the ones that you have. Okay. It is also a really good way to trust your team to do a really good work and it will boost their, their confidence. It will make them 
you know, just more satisfied with their, their job in general. You'll see that in teams where the bosses or the leaders don't delegate or the CEO doesn't delegate effectively, or they will kind of delegate and then micromanage, people tend to be miserable on their teams, right? Whereas when the leader is good at delegation, well, they will set clear, clear, clear expectation and, you know, ways to communicate. We'll talk about these things a little bit later in the episode. And then they trust a team member to, to work on those activities and those tasks. Then these people will feel more confident. They will feel more satisfied with what they do and they will feel more fulfilled. Okay. And at the end of the day, what the end results is going to be of you being more effective on your time and actually focusing on the stuff that only you can do, you utilizing other people's expertise and strengths that are higher than yours in that specific activity, and you empowering your team and boosting their confidence because you're delegating stuff that are within their zone of genius, that will turn into a driver for scaling your business. That is business growth. Okay. So... When, when I look at the main reasons that some of even my clients that I talk to um, have fear sometimes or some misconceptions, I guess, around uh, the whole delegation thing is number one is loss of control. Some people are control freaks. It is just a reality uh, because they're afraid that things just won't be done their way. That is something that as a, as a business owner, as a CEO, you, you have to let go of that. well done is better than 100% that might or might not be done because you might or might not have the time, okay? So as long as something is 70% good, it is good enough. So let's delegate, okay? And the quality of of the work will not necessarily decrease if you're training your team and, you know, you have enough on your plate, to do without focusing your attention on stuff that other people can do. All right. So let us dive into how do you identify tasks that are, you know, that you can delegate versus tasks that you should never delegate. The stuff that you can delegate is this number one, repetitive tasks, anything that is repetitive that follows a specific process and that doesn't need your constant, uh, you know, oversight and control, you should either automate it or delegate it. Okay. That should not stay with you. And that is the reason why, you know, when you reach a certain point in your business, it's all about creating systems because when you create a system, you can delegate that system to somebody else to, oversee versus you doing it. Okay. So anything that is very repetitive, that has a process around it, that has a system around it does, shouldn't stay with you. It should be with somebody else on your team. Any tasks that are highly specialized. uh, And and by this, I mean, like they require a specific skill that other people on your team possess better than you delegate that stuff. Don't do it. Don't focus on that. Delegate it. Okay. Any time intensive uh, uh, activity as well that, you know, where you feel like it would take so much more of your time to do than someone else who specialized in it, delegate that type of thing. All right. So as the CEO, remember your main role is 
holding the vision, understanding the vision at a high level, and then helping your team members uh, by removing kinks in the hose, removing the stuff that's not working in the different processes. So that means that you are a problem solver. I call, I call these people solutionists. That's what you focus on. So anything that is more than, you know, day-to-day or very highly skilled and you're not the best person for that, or stuff that's going to take an enormous amount of time for you to execute on versus someone else on your team, just get them to do those things. You focus on the other items that are not things that you can delegate. And by that, I mean, number one, vision casting and strategy setting. So that is anything that has to do with company culture, that has to do with values, because this is all about the comp- your company's direction and your goals, and it will reflect, you know, your leadership. So your vision is very unique, and you have to be the one to communicate it directly to ensure that people are clear, people are aligned, and you're doing trainings on that. And then, of course, if you have leaders in your organization, they help you carry that uh, to the different levels of the organization, okay? But that vision and strategy setting, that belongs to you. And then to your leadership team, if you have a leadership team. Number two, anything that is a high stake decision, all right? Any high stake decision making, any high stake uh, negotiations and so on, that has to stay with you. And by that, I mean, for example, um, if there's anything that has to do with really high um, stakeholders or significant clients or anything that has to do with the credibility of uh, you know your business, of your brand, and so on, you definitely want to be involved in that. Even if you're not the one doing all the things, you definitely want to oversee those aspects. Um, in, terms, in times of crisis, if there is a crisis, you want to be involved, right? So they, usually in those times, your employees or people that are related to your business, they will look to your leadership for guidance, for reassurance, for direction, and so on. And so your presence is super, super important when there are challenging times. So when there is a crisis or times are very challenging, you have to be extremely present. You cannot delegate that and be waiting for just people to to, to resolve it without you. All right. This is what you as a leader are responsible for. And then the, the other stuff that you cannot delegate, honestly, are the stuff that you can automate. I know I mentioned automation before. But anything that you can automate, please don't delegate it to a human being to be doing over and over and over and over again. Let us not do that, right? Anything that can be automated should be automated to reduce error and so that your team can also focus on other tasks that are better uh, uh, suited by a human being to do and and just more profit-producing. All right. So those are just some key examples of stuff that you should delegate versus things that you should not delegate. And when you're delegating, definitely make sure that you are selecting the right person on your team based on their strength, their skill set, what they want to do, you know, their aspirations. You definitely want to look at that and considering, you know, how they want to grow professionally in your team. Um, Those are things that I, I know I'm always interested in figuring out how do people want to grow and then how do I delegate things to them that will help them grow in that direction? Okay. Um, you also want to make sure that communication is very clear. So 
what are the expectations? What are you expecting to see at the end of the day uh, be done? You know, when you're, the person that you delegated to is done, like what is the result that they should have? How would you define success, right? And just giving them the resources uh, and the information that they need, but also the feedback. So having a way where you're checking on what's been done without the micromanagement, all right? I'm not talking about being all up in their shoes, but what I'm talking about is having a way to check in. So maybe they go, they do the work and they send it back to you and you take a look and you give them constructive feedback you recognize what was really well done, but you give them constructive feedback so that they can go and improve on it. So that clear communication around expectations, uh, around what the end result should look like, and the feedback is definitely, definitely important. And that will make or break your delegation in general. Okay, so if you want to delegate successfully and effectively, communication is and non-negotiable. And then look also at tools that can really help you be more effective in your delegation. So, um, you know, whether it, you use things like Asana or Trello or Monday.com or uh, you communicate via Slack or you use Airtable for, uh, you know, for the, the information that you're using or WhatsApp or whatever that looks like. What is what are the tools that you're using for effective delegation and effective communication around the delegation? How are you documenting things as well, right? So those are things that you really want to think about. When you have one of these elements missing, it messes up the whole, you know, the the, the whole benefits of the whole delegation. And then that's how people fall back into, oh man, it's just so much easier to just do it myself. And then they remain the bottleneck. We don't do bottlenecks here. All right. So go back and listen to this episode again if you need to. Um, but really look at what is on your calendar right now. What is on your to-do list that does not have to be done by you? And who can you delegate them to? Once you've decided who you're delegating to, how can you establish very clear expectations very clear ways to provide them with what they need to get it done, very clear feedback as well so that you can help them with construction, constructive feedback to get things done the way that you want them. All right. So really reflect on that and go and delegate, my friend, go and delegate. It will give you so much freedom. It feels really good to get stuff done without you doing them. <laughs> That's why I like to tell people I'm, I, I'm very ambitious and I'm very lazy. So if I'm going to do something, it better either be done by me, but in a way where next time when I do it, it's faster, or I will get somebody else to do it for me and I will compensate them. Everybody wins, right? So hope this was super helpful for you. Have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. Um, let me know, you know, any questions that you have about this. I'm Kyrie Var everywhere on social media, and I'll be super glad. I'd be super glad to hear from you. Love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.